Welcome to Think Big, a podcast featuring insights and ideas from some of the world's brightest, most collaborative, talented, and passionate people, our employees. Amazing things can happen when you take a moment to think differently and reframe your perspective. New ideas bubble up, we begin to untangle problems, and we evolve. Join me, Meredith Muscolo, as I uncover stories from across Team Nuance that will inspire and challenge you to think big. The importance of taking care of yourself and maintaining a healthy lifestyle is always a trending topic in the media. However, more recently, headlines about gaining the COVID-15 or additional weight because of quarantining during the pandemic have become the source of much discussion. Tips and tricks for shedding extra pounds are taking over the covers of magazines, articles, and even spurring new lines of apps. Today on Think Big, we're talking about mindful eating, which is a different way of thinking about food and connecting your mental health with your eating experience. Over the last few years, mindful eating has been gaining increased popularity to help you get control over your eating habits and maintain a healthy lifestyle that doesn't involve cutting calories, increasing your time on the elliptical, or tracking your food. I'm joined by Nancy Shukatani, who oversees our benefits and wellness team here at Nuance, to talk about this mindful eating trend and the science behind it. For the last 25 years, Nancy has led wellness programs at organizations including Mass General Brigham, Paracel, the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, and the Perkins School for the Blind. Plus, as you'll hear, Nancy has a real passion for well-being topics and helping others stay healthy. Hi, Nancy, and welcome to Think Big. Hi, Mayor. It's great to be here. Well, thanks so much for talking with me today. Nancy, I'm so excited to hear how this works, not just for everyone listening to this podcast, but selfishly for myself as well. (laughs) So let's start by defining the basics. What is mindful eating? So, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the COVID-15 phenomenon. A lot of us can understand that from our college experience of the freshman 15. I remember that. (laughs) Yes, I was an overachiever and I did the freshman 30, but that's a story for another day. (laughs) So, but what it does is it sort of highlights, just like the freshman 15, COVID-15 highlighted how much stress affects our weight. So I guess the first question is, why do some people gain weight during stressful situations? I did some digging. And um, scientifically, it is associated with increased cortisol, which for some of you who may or may not know, is a steroid that we have. It's a steroid stress hormone that regulates a bunch of different vital processes throughout our body, such as metabolism and immune response. Um, This is also associated with a need to increase intake of food that are high in salt and fat or both. There's evidence that it could also slow our metabolism. On the flip side, some of those lucky people out there lost weight during their first year of COVID because they react to stress differently than those of us who gained weight. So for those of us in the plus category, one way to consider losing unwanted pounds is mindful eating. Um, So basically, it involves an awareness of your food. By eating slowly without distraction, listening to physical hunger cues and eating only until you're full and distinguishing, and I think this is a key for a lot of folks, especially for me, distinguishing between true hunger and non-hunger triggers for eating. 
Yeah, that's that's such a good description. I also think it's almost like applying this theory of mindfulness to other aspects of your life, including eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, you're so used to just thinking about dieting or, you know, calories or, you know, trying to follow these regimented programs that are hard to do, but like changing your mindset to be able to stay healthy and and eat only what you need to eat. I mean, that's just such a brilliant idea. <laughs> I'd never even heard about it. I, it's like retraining yourself yeah. to go back to those basics, right? Like, yeah. I'm hungry, I will eat. But, you know, nowadays there's so much external stuff going on and we are so busy ourselves about multitasking. So we eat in front of the computer, we eat in front of the TV, we eat on the run, we, we eat while we're driving. There's just this go, go, go mentality that we all have. And we also eat for reasons other than hunger, you mm-hmm. know, for sure, to satisfy emotional needs, relieve stress. Or cope with unpleasant emotions such as sadness, anxiety, loneliness, or boredom. Oh, mm-hmm. those sound kind of familiar during the last <laughs> two years. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I know, like when we were talking about mindful eating, uh, just you and I recently, the way that we came up with this topic for the podcast, you said to me, you start off by just asking yourself, why did I eat that? And I was thinking about that as I was eating in the last, you know, few days. And it's a good question. (laughs) It's a good start. Is that how you recommend that people start by thinking about why they're doing it so that they can consciously make that decision? I think this needs to be baby steps. This isn't something that you wake up one day and say, okay, I'm now, now everybody in my family is going to be mindful of what they eat and we're going to change everything. This is, why did I eat what I ate, especially for snacks, which is like my downfall, you know, Mm. chips and stuff like that. It's like, why did I eat that? And you start noticing sort of a pattern and and it's not even preventing myself from eating them. It's Mm -hmm. not even at that stage yet. It's, huh, why did I eat that? And not judging myself and saying that that was ridiculous and it was terrible and I got to stop doing that. Because that's also another thing that we do to ourselves. We beat ourselves up about it. And I started to see a pattern. You know, when I was finished with a stressful situation, it was like a stress reliever for me, eating. Mm -hmm. And rather than saying, okay, that makes sense. And, you know, immediately stopping, I started just noticing that. And then before I ate the snack, you start to say, why am I eating this? Not Mm -hmm. why I ate it. Why am I eating this? And that's where you can sort of start catching yourself. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you want, you want those potato chips and give yourself permission. You eat the potato chips, but just so you know, and understand why am I eating this? I just, I want something crunchy. Well, do I need to eat potato chips? Well, no, I I could have baby carrots instead. It's a progression and it's everyday progression. It's not like you're going to solve it. It's Mm -hmm. day by day by day. Yeah. And you said to me, I remember you said, ask yourself, why did I eat that? If that's step one, what is the next step as far as advancing through trying to take on this mindful eating mindset? Well, once you just establish, I think, a pattern and, you know, some people, this is why some people love to write what they eat in journals because they can be in in touch with their emotions and see if there's a pattern going on. Um, not every, it's not for everybody to do. But once you start seeing a pattern like, you know, I eat after X, Y, Z, the next step is replacing it with something because mm. you can't just take something away. 
you have to replace it with something, whether it's a food like baby carrots, because I like to crunch and I want to just like, just chomp away or (laughs) exercise or going for a walk. Like you have to replace it with something. And so the next time you feel that cue, and it's also like an addiction, right? So you have to, mm-hmm. uh, it takes a long time to get it out of sort of your system because it's a habit. You know, you hang up the phone and then you go and you eat a bunch of, you know, potato chips. And once you sort of get away from that, you you just have to keep practicing and practicing and practicing. And that's why mindfulness and mindful eating is a practice. It's not about perfection. You know, some days you're going to blow it. Some days you're going to want to desperately eat that potato chips. And believe me, I do, (laughs) but, but it's, you're giving yourself permission, right? You're not doing it out of anything other than, yes, I want them. Mm -hmm. And you know, if, if you're saying, Hey, I get that, you know, they're not optimal, but I really want to have them. Then you have them. Right. And then maybe you don't regret it because you've actively said to yourself, I know I could do this or this or that, but this is what I really want to do. I really want to sit and eat a bunch of popcorn and watch a movie, you know, and that's fine. Of course, you give yourself a break. Yeah, it definitely sounds like this is getting control over it. Like you're you're making a conscious decision to say, this time I'm going to eat the potato chips. Yeah. This other time I'm going to eat the carrots. And that feels good. People like to be in control. Well, it's not restraints. Like it's not a diet. It's not about counting how many calories you have or carbohydrates and fats and proteins. It's it has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. You know, dieting is is as we've really started to understand better, it's not really sustainable to diet. Right. We, we tend to focus on rules of eating you know, what to eat, how much to eat and what not to eat. Like we have this rules and it's scientific and based on these, these calculations, our outcome will be that we, you know, hopefully lose weight, but one, can you sustain that? And are you really changing your behavior? Right. Right. Changing a behavior is, is far is a better investment. Right. It's process oriented. It's not outcome driven. And I think that that's what is so different about it. It's not, I have to lose 30 pounds by X date, mm-hmm. or I'm going to lose 30 pounds by this wedding, which is often, or, or, or the reunion. <laughs> it's like, that's, right. that's usually, we put ourselves, in, first of all, yeah. we're already putting ourselves under tremendous stress doing that. And what happens to the stress Cortisol levels go up, which we talk about, you know, that actually can slow down our metabolism and increase our wants and desires for fats and salt and all those foods we're not supposed to be eating in that diet. So it really is a huge correlation between the two. Hmm. So you've talked a little bit about the benefits of of practicing this. Are there any other benefits that you want to talk about um, that might motivate some of us to give it a try? So if we sit down and we slow down and we sit down and we have a meal that we prepare, just by that, the simplicity of that, we're doing a bunch of different things. One, we are not eating processed food. We're eating food that is healthy that we've, we've cooked. It doesn't have to be a four course meal. It can be a one pot. I can tell you that I only do 15 minute meals with three ingredients because I just don't have the desire to fuss. Um, or make ahead. And you sit down without distraction. 
So if you have, you know, you have folks that you live with, you guys all sit down together. You don't have phones. You're not watching the TV and you focus on eating and you try to eat slower than the 10 minutes that you would ordinarily scarf it down. Maybe you cut it up and stuff like that. So just by doing those two things, you're giving yourself a break already. So your stress level is coming down. You're not eating processed foods. And you could potentially be making connections with people that you know, that you live with, whatever that you can do. So that's already a huge win right there. Just just by simply sitting down and having a meal. There's a lot of different other things that happen. You know, when you eat slowly, you get better digestion for people Mm -hmm. who get like acid reflux. When you take longer time to eat, you feel full at an appropriate time. So, you know, we eat really, really fast. We actually, our hunger cues do not, you know, feeling full does not catch up with our eating. So they're all skewed. And so you eat, eat, eat. So you eat too much because we don't take our time and and our stomach's like, hey, slow down because I need to chill, right? Because your stomach needs to like catch up with you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Chillax, Nancy, right? Like. (laughs) Easy going. You just shove in your mouth. Plus, you can actually taste the food. And that's another crazy thing but that we never get a chance to do. And enjoy it, for sure. And enjoy it. Like, sometimes you ever finish eating something and it's like, where did that go? Yeah. If I knew it was the last one, I would have made it count. That's another thing that I like to think, too. Like, when I'm eating mindlessly, working, which we all do here, right? We all Mm -hmm. sit and we eat and we work. So, you get better digestion. Um, You actually, it can ultimately possibly lead to some weight loss without doing anything other than slowing down and Mm. feeling full appropriately. Obviously, there's things that it's also better to do, you know, eating fiber, eating lean protein, eating less carbohydrates, of course. But when you cook, I don't know about you guys, but when I cook, I tend to do those kinds of things anyhow. Yeah. Because if I'm going to make it, I mean, it's great because you know what's in it. And fast food, you just don't know what's in it. And not that I don't love you know, a chicken fry, because I certainly do. Shout out to Burger King chicken fries, because they're delicious. But <laughs> I don't think I've ever had those. <laughs> oh, man, they're delicious. A little dipping sauce. I can taste them right now, right here in Burlington. <laughs> yep. Um, but I know I'm giving McDonald's a plug. Isn't that terrible? Healthy eating, and I'm giving them a plug. But, you know, once in a while, like, again, you know that you're going to go, and you're going to enjoy it, and you enjoy it. Yeah. This is very motivating. You're making me want to go try it. I mean, it's not, it doesn't seem overwhelming. It doesn't seem like I can't do it. It seems like something I I could do. (laughs) So. Well, that's the thing. It's not like, okay, now go and buy your measurement things and go buy a scale and go do this and go do that. It's just, don't be distracted when you eat your next meal or your next snack and say, do I want the chips? If you do go for it because I love a chip. But if there's something that you feel like, hey, I really don't really want to eat these chips. I really want to try not to eat the chips. Then try this. And just remember that you can't just be like cold turkey and say, okay, everybody, every single meal we're going to eat together. Every single this we're going to do together when you sit down as a family and everything like that. Because it's not going to work. Right. It's, it's start just, small. Yeah, start small. Like you and I were talking about that. It's the little yeah. wins that are so important. And the little wins, ultimately, you look up and you look around and you're like, hey, I'm calmer. I've given myself a break. We don't take breaks 
So it's another reason that we're going to get our stress levels down because we're just going to get away from the work, get away from the distractions, get away from the news report and, you know, all the stuff that's going on and just sit down and talk about whatever or talk to your cat, talk to your dog if you're on your own, talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I find myself very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I find you interesting too, Nancy. Um, Well, thank you. This is so great. I think you've given everyone a lot of good ideas and things to think about. Um, And it's been really eye-opening. So thank you, Nancy, for joining me today. Oh, thank you for inviting me to talk about one of the things I really feel really excited and passionate about. I really enjoyed myself. Awesome. Well, everyone out there, if you'd like to learn more about mindful eating, click the links below this podcast. You can also visit the Healthy Living area on The Voice to find resources and upcoming sessions on maintaining a healthy mind, body, and lifestyle. Thank you all for listening to this Think Big podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to like it and you can add a comment with your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. And if you try mindful eating, please post a comment below so we can all hear about it. Until next time.